wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Welcome to the Harry Met Movies podcast. My Harry's my dad. Dad. Hi, how are you today, good. Harry? Good. Once again this week, we are joined by another guest. Yes. This is, would you prefer Caesar or C's? Either one's fine, yeah. Either one's fine, doesn't matter. Um, I've got to ask you, where's the name of this podcast come from? Sure. Uh, so the name of the podcast is The Noam 15 Allcast. Uh, the name comes from... The movie Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds right, in Paradise. Years ago. Yeah, and uh, in the movie, there's a scene where um, the frat is trying to get rid of this fraternity, uh, the Trilams, and they're known as nerds. Obviously, they don't want them to be part of the larger fraternity council. So they put up a proposition that's called uh, Proposition 15, and the nerds sing a song to make sure everybody votes no on 15 so they can still be a part of everything. So uh, Yeah, yeah, now you say it, I kind of remember. I literally yeah. haven't seen that since probably I was about Harry's age. <laughs> I think you've not seen it since my age. So. Yeah, there is a lot of films I haven't seen since I was your age. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's where the name comes from. And um, just kind of building off the nerd culture and, you know, being yes, into... Yes, tell us a bit about your podcast. Sure. Um, so yeah, like I said, um, it's called the Noam 15 Allcast. We tend to talk about movies from the 80s, 90s, kind of today, contemporary stuff. Sometimes we do uh, comics and uh, yeah, on social media and stuff. We'll put out you know things about collectibles and toys and stuff like that. Just pretty much all all around nerd culture. And then um, yeah, we get into like horror movies and stuff like that too. So um, yeah, I quite like how you do sort of like seasons as such. So like you'll have like a batch of like say eighties action films or horror films or something, and then it'll be like a few on it back to back, and then it's like a, a another batch after that sort explain of thing. Explain the Optimus Prime picture. Harry says it. Oh okay. Your, your first thing was an Optimus Prime picture. Um yeah, like as a kid, Optimus Prime was uh, my hero. So Just uh, behind kid, me, I got a bunch of. Yeah, I, still now, I mean, he's he's kind of like uh, our Captain America. In the eighties, he was he stood for everything that was morally, very you know morally good. So, um, got into Transformers, got a bunch of collections of Transformers behind me, stuff like that. So, I really was, randomly, uh, one of my friends has just found an Optimus Prime and an Ultra Magnus in a box in his loft. Wow! Yeah, From the eighties? Yeah, yeah. From the 80s. Oh man! Like I said the Optimus that Prime was... is a little bit like played with, but the boxes look pretty good and the. Ultra Magnus is so it's pretty good condition. He's also randomly found empty boxes of an Attack, a Millennium Falcon, a couple of other Star Wars things in there. Wow. An empty Castle Grey School box. And he just said he wishes he had the toys. But I said, I bet you someone would buy the boxes because sure. the boxes are in mint condition. Like those, the boxes are, of the other toys, not the Transformers, are all in really good condition. Yeah, and then um, 
I said to somebody will probably have them because if they've got the toy and they haven't got the box, now they've got a box to go with it. Have you yeah, got exactly. No. Uh, what is there's a hole somewhere? Well, there is a loft here, but I've never been in it since I've moved in. Dad, you should check just in case. There might be what, a is, what is a lofty? <laughs> loft. What does that mean? A loft. Is it like a closet? No, it's, no, it's a, an a, attic. It's okay, of, okay. That is like the, the room above your rooms in the room. Yep, yep. An attic okay. in America. Sorry, yeah, there's different terminology in here. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's what's awesome about it, you know? You learn, you live and learn, and uh, I always say that I, I admire you guys' slang a lot. It's it's the best to me. It's still light years ahead of ours. <laughs> Funny enough, we, we had a podcast, uh, the Harry Potter, we had a Harry Potter, well, it's a binge podcast, it's called, um, Blated Binge, and he's doing Harry Potter, and he's from America, and it was interesting. We just did, we did the uh, first film, and he... He does. He's going through the books, so we timed it for when he finished the first book, and it was interesting to talk to him about how your versions of a book are different to ours because they've got different terminologies in them for your country. Right. You don't even think. Yeah, I'd even title was different, but I didn't really think that throughout the book it would be. There's loads of different terms. Yeah. And stuff and it. <laughs> it only really yeah, happens. With, uh, it wouldn't happen with movies and stuff, would it? It's too much hassle. Yeah, I, I would never go in loft about like a sword or something. Yeah, I've never I've moved been in this flat for about two years. It's like a rented place and there's a loft and about an attic, and I've never been in it. You should. Oh, might have a who knows what's up there, man. That's I have a treasure map. Well, it could be some, <laughs> could be, yeah, it could could be be some turtles. <laughs> it could yeah, be anything. It could be a ginormous transformer statue. So, yeah. what's the film you picked for us this week? Uh, I believe we're doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? 1990. Yeah. So, why'd you pick the film? Um, I picked that film because I feel like it was a very exciting time in general in pop culture and and that year, and the turtles were everywhere, man. Yeah. Like, it was like kind of like that weird little age where you're coming out of like he-man and transformers and stuff like that and then we started getting into a little bit of newer stuff into the 90s and turtles was like one of the things that blew up it was on everything you know yeah because i used to have a lot of ninja turtle toys like i used to have this huge like it was like in the car like the cartoon one yeah harry had um harry got it was like a proud moment when he got into turtles um it must, <laughs> he must have been uh, about seven or eight uh, yeah, I think... and he got into the not the latest nickelodeon cartoon but the previous one Mm, around okay. for about four, five, six seasons. It was actually really funny. To fair, it was actually a good I, series. I stopped watching it. <laughs> um, and then his younger brother got into it, which is weird, isn't it? Turtles keeps to co- keep coming back around. Mm-hmm. But I used to have a whole box. I don't know if she has it. She probably does. yeah, she has a figure still somewhere. Yeah, but like, it used to be like up to the height of like I don't know. It used to be huge. I used to just be full of cars, weapons, be a um figures but i mean i'm like i remember i don't i don't i think we got rid of this but we had like a huge the layer yeah which went quite it was huge but it was very fun so see but i guess that's a good a good question for harry what what made you like the turtles or what what got you into it actually no i think i just like the show i think I think my favorite thing from that show was probably the foot clang. I like how they was robots ish. Mm. I do like those. Did you, have you seen the series that the one he's on about? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with yeah, that it's one. It's really good. It's like I don't know what the, the new one has changed it slightly, but, but I know. I think the one before was actually they even did a crossover with the '80s cartoon. 
There's an mm-hmm. episode where they go back to the 80s car. And I I, I remember me and his mum, obviously, because he's a kid, it's on all the time. And I'm thinking, actually, this is quite funny. And it's, it's it's quite a good series. I think it's... I'll start watching when I'm able to like, do the power stuff and all that. Yeah, possibly. A lot of shows do that now. They're like, oh, they got magical powers. They could do these cool ninja stuff. What's quite funny is this is I kind of got into turtles for the ex- exact same sort of ways through the figures and stuff. But I remember when I was I must have been younger than him. I must have been about the film came out in ninety. The cartoon must have been out a couple of years before that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it was like two years. My my nan and granddad used to go to Singapore every year, and turtles had blown up in America and in Singapore and that, and they came back with, with figures oh. for me and my cousin, like all wow. the full collection. It was like. All four turtles, Shredder, April, Splinter, April's my Foot, favorite. Foot Planet, Bebop and Rocksteady, we had them all. And wow. then it hit in England and you just couldn't buy them. Like people would get yeah. maybe one for Christmas and then there's us with all of them. Everyone's like, where have you got these from? <laughs> That's awesome. That's like, you know, um, sorry not to cut you off here. Um, I feel like I, that's a question I always have to myself because you're closer to where they actually make the toys than we are, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what coast you are on, you know, obviously. But uh, the fact that you were able to get all those toys before, like, it even hit is amazing, you know. Yeah, and just I that think, you had them. Yeah, I think it was just luck that they went out there, saw they were dead popular, and they always brought us back toys and stuff for Christmas. And they just thought, oh, these seem to be dead popular. And, like, they had family out there. And they were like, oh, no, yeah, these are the big thing. All the kids are like... So they just bought them as all because they were like a lot cheaper up there, and they, and they were yeah, all in the shops. Sure. And then, of course, they came out in England, and like I say, everyone was struggling to get maybe you were lucky if you could get two or three of the turtles, and we had everything. And, uh, everyone, like, how everyone would be like, How did you get that? I'll basically, give, I'll give you all my piggy bank money. <laughs> and so, now they're gone, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like, you've, got, you've got figures and stuff behind you there. Um, and I must admit, my mum gave away my He-Man figures, my Star Wars figures, my Transformers, my Turtles. She just gave them away to people, which at the time you think, ah, oh, you know, I don't need yeah. them anymore. And in hindsight, you the same think, thing. <laughs> they, they are worth an absolute fortune now. I know. No, not the recent ones, are they like cheap? Yeah, but I have the originals. As I'm I sure. remember they did like these small he- figures. Like all have like it's dying for them to turn as well. Yeah, but they're not the same. Yeah, I know. But I don't know why. Um, so, we can't have should we? Should I get Harry to challenge you to recap the film? Sure. I am here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. Let's, let's now do he, it. Gives, he gives anywhere between one to five sentences. He's usually quite nice to the guests. I get usually one or two. So let's see how many he gets. Four. You get four sentences to recap. Four. The film. Wow. Okay. There's nothing to prepare, uh, <laughs> All right. So. The Ninja Turtles, uh, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to look at all these other screens. I got a couple screens up next to me, but I'm not going to look. Um, <laughs> is about a group of turtles that were found by a rat in the sewers. Is that one sentence? Depends if, one? You, if you stop for it long enough. And he happens to be from Japan and knows martial arts. And raises these kids away from society. <laughs> and once they come into their teen years, obviously they get curious 
in one of the biggest cities in the world and have to stop a criminal organization from messing up the city. How about that? Sounds good. That's pretty yeah. much the, yeah. the synopsis of the film, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Now, I've got a mix. I'm, I'm changing it up a little bit here. Now, usually, oh. I do a section where it's you you called You Can't Handle the Truth where I give you Wait, what? You're some truths about the film and one of them's a lie. So basically, choose. Mm-hmm. However, this time I'm going to give you four pieces of information to do with the Ninja Turtles and you have to tell me which one is which turtle. I'll read all four and then you can decide. So which one's, which information is a turtle? So each one is a different, each piece of information is a different turtle. Oh, that's going to be easy. Ah, maybe not. So the first one is. If it's got, if it's angry and punched or I know who that is. Which which turtle punched Hitler? Okay, that's the first Wait, one. What? It's not in the film. That's in the comics. The, re- the rest of them are <laughs> oh. <laughs> two, two of them are, two of them are uh, film based, and one of them's like comic. And two of them are comic based. So it's not that simple. Um, I think I know who would have punched Hitler. When at the end of the film, when the turtles are fight, is it at the end? When when the turtles are fighting Shredder on the mm-hmm. rooftop. Only one of the turtles actually lands a hit on the shredder. Which one is it? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Second one. The third one is at the scene where they're at the farm, that, that whole little passage of the story, one of the turtles doesn't speak at all. Which one is it? Okay. And the fourth fact is all the turtles are named after Renaissance artists. Which of the artists died first? Oh, what? So first, <laughs> like that. Oh. First, I'm interested. The history question. I'm not worried about artists yet in history, Dad. So, about which years. turtle do we think punched? I don't know. Don't Hitler. Look, don't look at me. In the comics. Guess it's going to be one of the four. I'm going to go for Donatella. I don't know. Donatella, you're going with. I, I've not read. Uh, it, so I don't know. I will go with. Raphael. Just to let you know, it doesn't repeat, so... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so on the roof, which turtle lands a punch on Shredder? Who would like to go first? I'm fine. Uh, I, I know this one. It's, it's It was Leonardo. Yeah, it was. So you're going Leonardo. Yeah, that, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that stuff. I am at the farm, which turtle doesn't speak? Oh, wait, I thought it was Leonardo then. He so just, it's not Leonardo. Yeah, only leaves you two. No, Who doesn't speak? Uh, it's not. Donatello? Raphael. No, no, you've already used Raphael. Oh. It's between Michelangelo and Donatello. Donatello. Okay. Why do you all use Donatello? Who did you say punched Hitler? Don't know. All right, so you've got Raphael and Michelangelo left then. It's Raphael. Okay, so you don't think Raphael speaks. And then... He doesn't know. Which turtle... Which artist that the turtle's named after oh, died first? So you've got... 
Donatello left, is that right? No, I, I uh, Yes. No, I think I have Michelangelo. Oh, you got Michelangelo left, and you've got yeah. Michelangelo. You've got Michelangelo okay, left. So You're saying Donatello hit hit Leonardo landed a punch. Raphael doesn't speak, and Michelangelo died first. Yeah, I I've actually got the artist's name after. So you've got one right. Yeah, I knew that. Leonardo one. Thank you. And you said, <laughs> Punch Hitler, did you say? Raphael. And then you said, which turtle? Leonardo's correct. Um, mm -hmm. Which turtle doesn't speak? You said Donatello, didn't you? And Michelangelo yeah. died. So you've both got the last two wrong. So, turtle punched <laughs> Hitler was Raphael, which you could have worked out because he's the angry one. I guess that one. Uh, <laughs> which turtle punches Shredder is Leonardo? Yeah. Uh, which turtle doesn't speak is Michelangelo. Uh, um, yeah, I almost wanted to say that. Which, which turtle died first is Donatello. Because Raphael speaks when he gets out the bath, oh, when he wakes up. Yeah, yeah, Leonardo obviously speaks because yeah. he speaks to Splinter. And Donatello talks to Casey when they're fixing the car. Right, that's I right. Where's Michelangelo? See, I had that... I, I thought that scene where Michelangelo comes in and he grabs a turtle wax. I was like, maybe he's talked there, so I wasn't sure, but you're right. No, I think he just there. goes, uh uh, or something like that, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's right. I'm, I'm asking my yeah. history now. Sorry to interrupt this week's episode, but this week we are sponsored by Ningsley, which is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the whole web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as specific as you like, from sports, science, to movies, to the Kardashians, anything you like. It'll find you the best articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. I start using it as my main default podcast app. It's much easier. So download and use Newsly for a free net from now at www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description of this episode and use the promo code HarryMovies and it allows you to get a free month's premium subscription. Personally, this app is great for Harry because of his yeah, dyslexia yeah. and it allows him to basically read articles on the web that he might not have been able to. So, as far as a sponsor and an app, yeah. this is one that our little podcast can get behind, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Now back to the episode. <laughs> Harry, who's behind you on your right side, the picture? Uh, which one? We've got a lot of pictures. The one on the like right by your shoulder. Got, like, I see the Ewok there. Yeah, got that. Dad has a lot of pictures. Of yeah, they're all autographs from. He's got a ton. Oh, like, nice. Uh, we've got who we met. Warwick Davis. Uh, we've got quite a few of the Lord of the Rings. We met Andy Circus the other week. Got sixteen. One. Nice. Trying to make out the one all the way at the back and the bottom next to the Ewok. Who is that? This one. I think we've got eight. Yeah. Um, it's a guy from Misfits, but have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. He plays 
uh, Ramsey Bolton as well in Game of Thrones. Oh, right, right, okay. I know what you're talking about. Single autograph, not a frames. He was in that terrible uh, Marvel show. What's it called? Uh, Inhumans. One, the Inhumans, there you go. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that. I blacked it out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. just counting them all now. Okay. I've met, um, like... Single. Tom Welling from Smallville. And nice. We go to like, there's a comic con there or something. We go quite regularly. That's a and they get some quite good. That wall's filled up now, so you can't get any more. He's going to have to fill up my wall. Eight, technically 19, if you want mine. Yes. So, what? so, I changed up the quiz a bit just for, for fun. Yeah, now, now I've got to do my history work. <laughs> that was good. I just thought it was a bit changing. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm doing but, like about wolves. Well, Hitler's in the war, so you can now I'm tell them that Raphael hit him. Type of war. I'm doing about that type of war. So that's, that's Raphael <laughs> and so Captain he... America that both punched Hitler. Okay, so yeah. when I get a history test, then <laughs> yeah, probably don't put that in a history test. I will now. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on to the film. Yes. Finally. So, should we start by having a bit of a chat about what our favourite scenes are? And... Yes. Sure. What's yours, please? Oh man, got a lot of them. Um, I my honestly my favorite scene though, the one that always sticks with me is the Domino's Pizza scene where uh, Michelangelo is in the sewer and he's sitting down just staring up through the gutter out the sky, and Donatello comes up and says, "Hey, how you doing?" And he's like, eh. and he's like, "Pizza guy's got thirty seconds, dude," because yeah. <laughs> that was the thing back in the day. I think Domino's here was like. They had a, de- a delivery time guarantee, and if it didn't show up at a time, like you had money off of it, um, off of the pizza, and they actually show that in the movie, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, you always see that in American films, but it's it's never a thing here. It should be. Yeah. I don't know if it still is over there, but it's just not a thing at all here. No, I don't think it is anymore either, but it was at that time, I remember that that was a like an advertising ploy that they would do. So seeing it is like kind of nostalgic. To, it's also, I would also say it's one of the like most iconic lines from the film. It's like some of the people probably still use in common. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, what about you guys? Um, I might be, basically, when, you know when April takes them to a house and then like Raphael's in the room, they get swarmed by all this like foot plan. I just like that whole scene, the whole yeah. battle where like the house I was gonna, that's, just, that's probably my favorite scene where they, they go from level to level as they fall through the house, basically, don't they? I mean, the apartment. And the whole house just sets yeah. that... <laughs> It is very violent for sure. <laughs> like in retrospect, uh, like when you think about it, that See, in England, so much fighting. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was edited. Oh, was it? Yeah, um, so obviously in England, I don't know if you know this, for a long time they weren't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Go, go, Ninja Turtles. And an awful lot of Michelangelo's stuff with the nunchuckers was always edited out because they were seen as the most offensive, aggressive weapon, I guess. Wow. As opposed to the the swords that can cut and maim people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The nunchuckers were the... The and size. also, like, this really long stick or, or everything yeah, yeah. really pointy, like, thing which you can chuck at someone. It was, like a, yeah. it was like a big thing. I remember when the film came out, it was, like, this was also a time when you could get pirated videos and stuff like that. Right. That we had, I know I had the version that had the proper stuff in it, but the one at the cinema didn't. 
Um, I think most people got hold of a dodgy copy. It's like when Batman came out, it was the same thing. Um, but yeah, I remember that was one of those scenes where, I mean, like now, it's one of the best moments where he does, he does like Michelangelo goes, ah, fellow chucker. And he starts right, like, yeah. Well, that scene basically virtually doesn't exist. Wow, that's crazy. Like, he does a couple <laughs> of moves and then it's over. I need them. But now it does. If you watch it now, it's got it all put back in in England. But at the time, I think yeah, like, I just it was quite a big why. thing. How is Nunchucks aggressive? I guess they can kill you, but same with all the weapons. Yeah, I can understand yeah. it, it, all the weapons, but I couldn't understand why that was the only one. Any which I don't really yeah, like. I don't know. That is that is odd. It was same with the, uh, <laughs> the same with a cartoon. The cartoon would be quite often where there was clearly a scene where he was meant to be holding Nunchuckers and he'd be holding a slice of pizza. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they'd redraw them but, but it was clearly where like you'd be in the middle of a fight and he'd have a piece of pizza in his hands no but I yeah think... like <laughs> no i was gonna say um yeah and like seeing it again and then you know doing a little digging on the movie and some of the you know how it was made by jim henson how he did a lot of the creatures for it and then uh finding out he was upset when they came out after he saw the final cut because he thought it was too violent as a kid, I didn't think it was, you know, that bad, obviously. Um, but we grew up, like, on American Ninja and all these, like, super, uh, you know, violent action films like Rambo and Commando and, you know, in the 80s. Um, seeing that, in retrospect, is kind of, like, fantastical because of the, the turtles themselves, right? So. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how I saw it. I think it was also, obviously, the same thing happened with Power Rangers when it came out a few years later. It was very edited in England. But, um yeah, I was the same. I, I grew up, I was born in 79, so yeah. I grew up yeah, in the 80s. Um, <laughs> so I watched all like the Commando, Rambo, and Terminator and all that. Well, well younger than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. I've got a question. What do you think the least deadly um, Ninja Turtle weapon is? Which is the least deadly weapon they've got? Yeah. Because I don't know which one it is. I think I'll which one. Which yeah, one? You have to guess first. I'm not just going to give you the well, answer. Well, no, because it depends on how you use it. If you are fighting somebody. Well, I think all of them are de- can be deadly. Yeah, but which one's the least deadly? Which one? I think the hardest to use in a deadly one would probably be the stick, the bow staff. You mean like the... The big stick. Yeah, that one. Because you'll think, with, with like yeah. the sword and the nunchucks with... And like the whatever these little, I don't know what they're called. Size. They'd be easy, with the nunchuck, they get speed, so it'll be easier. But with the stick, you just got to that, whack them to death. The reason I say this is because I did martial arts when I was young. I did Kung Fu for a long time. That's why you're so mm-hmm. good at fighting me. Um, and it's, a, a stick's a lot harder to use in a, in a, a normal environment because you wouldn't be able to yeah, swing it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my logic. It's like if you're in a corridor, you're not going to be able to use it. No, you're not like if someone's chasing you. Not bad. Actually, no. You can just like push people with it, really. Yeah, you um, try to poke them in the eye, but <laughs> I don't know how good that's gonna work. Oh, if someone's chasing you, boom, just treat them up with it. <gasps> Who do you think's the funniest character? My Kanye show. Oh, Raphael. Yeah, I th- I think uh, in the first one, yeah, I think it's definitely between Donatello and Raph, uh, Michelangelo. Uh, they have just funny, funny chemistry with each other. The stuff they say to each other. So yeah, I think Michelangelo's always set up as need to be a funny guy. Because I always get the impression he's the youngest, and I don't know if that's definitely true, but I always get the Probably. impression he's meant to be like the youngest one. 
Um, oh, whereas Raph and Lee are meant to, I always get the impression they're meant to be the older two, two even yeah. though they're probably all the same age. I've got a Right. But I always get kind of get the impression that that's how they're always like the older two brothers, aren't they, of the other two? Um, yeah, definitely. As, funny enough, I was the card, I remember as the cartoons so much going, like the one that Harry watched, actually Donatello was aimed to be the funniest. Like he, his relationship. Oh, okay. I found I his, like, he tends to be a lot. He basically was in love of April and that was played into a whole different like. Oh, wow. They, they switched it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I've got a question. Um, what do you mm-hmm. think the most brutal scene was? Because I've got a question. I've got one answer. Go on, man. You know when um, Splinter is like chained up onto like, like mattress looking like, bit like the metal board thing. That he looks really like beaten up. In Must admit, I pretty sure when I was younger, I thought he was gonna die. I thought. Yeah, he was... everyone did. <laughs> I thought I... he died when he came up in the flames, and he was talking to them. I was like, "Oh no, he's dead." <laughs> he's talking to him from beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was quite a common theme in those sort of that sort of genre of kids' films to actually kill somebody up. If you think like so never, yeah. never in the story killed off half the characters, and obviously they came back again, <laughs> but. Um, Transformers true. famously. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It was just like a, it was a mass slaughter in the first like, 20 minutes. But <laughs> yeah, yeah but the movie we watched for cartoon. Oh, yeah. You got the touch. So when Splinter, I remember when I was younger, when Splinter, it looked like Splinter was dead, I generally thought he had died. I think he does look really like. Like he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got over now. What do you think the most cool looking scene was? Most cool looking scene? Yeah. I don't know if it's cool looking scene, but I think a cool moment in the film is where they've been at the farmhouse. I love the farmhouse. They've all gone off and they come back and they're like, did they say something like, we need to go back or we're ready to go back? The mon- the montage scene? Yeah, when they start yeah. working yeah. out together. And, yeah. and they, they all come up to the house and they're outside and April and Casey walk out, and just the four of them were sort of stood there. So, like, you're ready. Yeah, that's a. It's cinematically, it is a lot of like the end of the '80s, because '80s was big on montages in film, and then cinematically in the in the '90s, they kind of like started to go away from it. But that was that moment where you hear like the rock music come on, and they're working out, and then when they're done, and Leonardo, yeah, like you said, he comes back and it's like, hey, we have to go back. It's time to go back. You know. I think that is a that is a probably in the movie it's an important scene because it kind of like realized earlier in the film Splinter tells him you know one day I I won't be here you know with yeah. you guys anymore and they kind of uh, come to the realization that they have to learn how to work together because he's not there to save him nonetheless yeah. so it's kind of like that coming of age moment isn't it yeah really? I know yeah go. I am a big fan of like Japan culture and Japanese like culture. So my favorite scene was when you see Splinter's backstory and it's got that like, like Chinese like story like aspect. Are you seeing like training, yeah, training with his Yeah, I owner. love it. Like I'm a big fan of that stuff. That's probably why I love the remake of um Cloud Kid. Because it's like Japan, Chinese. They kinda of changed that, right? Like in the isn't well the cartoon um origin is He's actually Hamato Yoshi, and he mutates into yeah, a rat. Yeah, he like he gets set. I was just thinking about as he was saying that. I was thinking he's in, he's in a bird. Was it different? Yeah, I think he had like a 
I think his story changed because I know originally he was like in a pet. No, no. you're thinking you're thinking of the cartoon that you watched, the, the original cartoon and comic books. It wasn't his math. It wasn't his owner that he learned from. He was his owner, and then he mutated into yeah. a rat. I think they did kind mm-hmm. of not in the films. So it's different in the yeah. films. Yeah, I know. I know. I suppose they... it's a bit more believable that he was a human, but became, right because. It is. I must admit, the bit where the rat's mimicking him, it's kind of like, was a rat really mimicking? <laughs> yeah, but I don't get it. <laughs> Super genius, I guess. Yeah. It's missing an animal house and child watch. They, he, he mutates, but then he has a, he says, rat shredder killed him something. It's not isn't his, it his wife. Isn't it his wife? From the but he's a rat. No, but I, think he, I don't think he was a rat originally. I think he was a person. Yeah, I think it's Yeah, I I I just found that confused when I watched it. Now I think about it. Maybe we watch coffee. So I got a I got a little story for you guys. I'm not sure. Ooh. Are you guys aware of the parody that exists in the no. Ninja Turtles? The um, are you guys familiar with Daredevil? Yes. Oh, kind I, of. I, I think I know where you're going with this. Go. I haven't seen it. Right. Harry's not. Yeah. I'm not allowed to. Well. <laughs> the Not character so. Daredevil, right? The way he becomes Daredevil, um, where he gets like radioactive, you know, liquid that goes into his eyes. Now, this is a whole story I was told. Um, shout out to my guy Raul, who's on our show. Uh, he's big into comics, and he said, um, and I think Laird, uh, who was one of the co-creators with Eastman of the comic, confirmed it that that's how he came up originally with the the Ninja Turtles was, you know, that ooze that that. Daredevil gets in his eyes that gives him powers but makes him blind. Yeah. Right? So they say that that same ooze goes into the sewers, right? After it hits Daredevil and hits the turtles. Oh. And makes them the Ninja Turtles. And then you say, you know, that Daredevil's master's name was Stick. And then, you know, the turtle's master's name is Splinter. So kind of like a parody of Stick, like a Splinter. (sighs) And then um, the Foot Clan, right, is the villains for the Turtles. In Daredevil, it's the Hand. So it's like a parody. Clever, isn't it? Yeah, when you started talking about it, I remembered reading it. And it is is a bit quite strange, isn't it? Yeah, once you hear it, I'm like, what? It it is kind of where it came from. Because originally, we designed the Turtles. It was kind of a joke, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, turtles. Yeah, they just did it as a joke. They just drew this comic as a random joke, and it. I had a turtle flag. Eventually, took off, didn't it? Yeah, I think it was after they drew the shredder. They're like, "Man, we should come up with the story because he looks cool <laughs> as a villain." You know, he's an evil Wolverine. Kind of, yeah. What do you, <laughs> you think of Shredder? I love Shredder. You love Shredder. You love how he yeah how I he talks in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie somehow <laughs> his yeah. voice sounds like it's in 3d <laughs> yeah i just love how his arm looks yeah he, he is very um like formidable evil. sort of thing they kind of in the in the newer films they kind of spoil that by doing it too over the top whereas in this You're right in this at least he's a bit more of a he looks like a, a martial artist doesn't he yeah they have that mm-hmm. that's what the intimidation is and i do like i do like quite like how we how he's recruiting basically like boys yeah but like boys that basically they get to come do... from bad like bad homes or 
but well, they're stealing. Yeah, you know, trouble the kids and stuff like that because he's basically trying to find them family when he's manipulating them all sort of thing. And he's trained yeah. like war and they might get killed. But they don't would, would you, uh, Harry, what did you think of the hideout they had, though? Did you think it was like a cool place you'd want to go to with all yeah, arcade games? Yeah, and... <laughs> like, doesn't like big crowds. I do not uh... see any llamas oh, it, it is so... a bit like that arcade place we went to. Yeah, because it's just full of arcade games. And... Smoking. I, as a kid, I was like, "Man, I know that's a bad place, but I want to go there." <laughs> when I was watching, it was less crowded. There was no smoking. Next time, do it. But no, yeah, I, I, I think I was very similar when I was younger. I thought it is slightly different from the cartoons, isn't it? Because in the cartoons, I don't know if it is in the comic books. I've not read the comic books a lot, <gasps> but the foot are robots. Yeah, they are in the cartoon. Right, right. Yeah. I see that's. I think that's because I didn't want them to kill people all the time. Um, whereas obviously in this, they actually are pe- they are people, aren't they? That are trained. It doesn't. Yeah. It is quite funny because obviously the idea is that the turtles are trained from when they were babies, and then they obviously come up against the Foot Clan that are essentially trained for maybe a few months. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's kind of it's quite. I suppose it is quite believable that they are beating up like sort of ten or fifteen people each. Yeah. Especially when Raphael's yeah. on the roof and he's like, "Yeah, Raphael, when he gets down, he just he doesn't like fall. He's just like, ah! he just... who is your favorite turtle?" Donatello. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it has to be between uh, Michelangelo and Donatello, man. I, Donatello. I just... See, I was always a Raphael person. I used to have. A... Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I used to have Donatello stick, but now it broke sadly. Yeah, you did. I, I just always liked Raphael. I even, even when I was younger, he was my favourite. See, if you could pick Gosling's turtle's weapon, which one would you pick? Which turtle's weapons would I personally want? Yeah. Um, probably Leonardo's. What would you pick? Uh, I would pick Michelangelo's. And I think, like, partly because of... Uh, I think he was popular because of the nunchucks, because of Bruce Lee. And everybody kind of connected nunchucks with Bruce Lee. Those posters... In yeah. the 80s, everywhere of uh, nunchucks and Bruce Lee and stuff. So Bruce Lee was, was... one of the famous martial arts. I would pick Donatello's because a big stick means I can literally just do... get out. <laughs> what I would do is if someone keeps to try to come in my room and annoy me, I'd like. Must admit, you always liked Donatello when you were younger. He was yours. He's your my favorite. favorite. If I could get a stick back, and if someone tried to get me, I'd just be poking him and like get away. I do quite like the fact that each of the turtles have got a very distinctive characterization sort of things. Right. Obviously, I know in the comics originally they all just had red bandanas, didn't they? And it got changed as they went on, sort of thing. The colours. Um, I think for obvious reasons. Well, it was originally black and white, I think, wasn't it? The comic book. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, but obviously, it makes it easier, isn't it, to find on the in images if they've got different colours, I suppose. Um. Yeah, but like you said, the characterization, like making them distinct, was very helpful too. Um, just the also, way they were. You know, I didn't. I it must be like a memory thing because I know in the cartoon in the eighties they were all very pretty much the same turtle just with a different headband. Mm-hmm. But I did actually when I rewatched this, I noticed that they are actually slightly different. The turtles don't all look the same, do they? Yeah. I just assumed that was something that happened as they, as the newer films came out and the newer cartoon yeah. made them a bit more distinctive. But there is definitely. I think there's even a slight size difference. They're all slightly different heights. I don't. I different turtles green. Okay. I don't know who the tallest is. I don't know which the tallest is. I think it's Raph, I assume, because he always seems to be the bigger one. I'd yep. probably be Leonardo because he's at the leader. 
like it's like yeah, that's true. I never really noticed that, but it's true when you think about it. They're they are distinctly physically different as well. Um, like Leonardo's a little more slim, Raphael's a little more big, uh, more bulky, and then uh, Michelangelo's a little like the shorter one. And I think uh, I think Donatello's a little thinner, like not as muscular as the rest of them. Yeah, I but they, they, I think they alluded to that in the in the future, right? Like they make him smarter. Um, yeah, that's yeah. why he's not as muscular. They, they, they make him like a genius. Yeah, you get, as, as, like there is obviously there's two more films that go with this one. We can watch them at some point. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You, you might not be as impressed with them. Why? I know about Ninja Ninja Turtles three. I hear it's not that good. Yeah, that one's a. Uh... That was a cash grab out of the three, I think. It was just, hey, let's see if we can make some more money <laughs> out of this this uh, franchise. The second one's, mm, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. But they, they missed a trick because they brought in two bad guys that weren't the two bad guys everyone wanted them to bring in. Was it? Was exactly. It, was it Big Man Robot with Little Chomper Robot? No, because Shredder has two henchmen in the cartoons, Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, yeah, I love it. But they don't bring them into it. They bring two other people in. Who? Yeah, it's to- Toka and Razor, I think. Which actually can end up in the Nickelodeon cartoon that you used to watch. Really you you won't recognize them from the film because they look slightly different. What, what? That's what I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. Uh, the do you think since you already had turtles in this film, why why didn't they add Krang as well as a villain to kind of be behind Shredder? Yeah, I always think. He's like he's only in one of the films, isn't he? He's in like one of the more recent ones. And I always think they've never, even in that, they they kind of make him look a bit like the cartoons. To be fair, um, I assume it was just a, a budget thing would be the reason they didn't put him in. So what do they look like? Because Crank. No, yeah, he's probably... Crank's the big guy with like got like an alien brain in his stomach. Oh, I love Crank. Um, he's in one of the new ones. Yeah. But they just, it's like they never, I, I assume it was just a sheer budget thing. Yeah. Because I know they, they, it mm-hmm. didn't cost a lot to make, surprisingly, it didn't cost as much to make this as you probably think. I imagine the bulk of the money was on the costumes. It was on the mass. Yeah. That's which, crazy, yeah, when you look to, to see how much it made. <laughs> which are actually, like, really good. They even hold up. The suits hold up. Yeah. Like, obviously, we've watched it recently, as I assume you have. Um, and... That's one thing that you think actually this this still holds up because it's not. It does. We we noticed because obviously the whole concept of our podcast is me watching watching films from my childhood with Harry. We found that the ones that use more practical effects tend to hold up a bit better than the ones that try to mm-hmm. use I can CGI or special effects from the time. So, for instance, something like Labyrinth still holds up reasonably well because they were puppets anyway. So. The puppets now still look like would still look I've like got, puppets, and the I've puppets got. were so advanced. Jim Henson's was so much better than everybody else at the time, anyway. I've got a story. Yeah. Go on. And um, this woman, which li- literally lives like an inch, she's she's took out loans to pay for a Michelangelo and Leonardo head, and she literally has pizza every night. She what? She bought the original yeah, ones. Yeah, but she had to take out loans. She has pizza every wow. night. She, has, she like paid loads of money for karate lessons, so she's not messing around. She literally lives like a ninja turtle. So sounds like a good life, to be fair. 
<laughs> I even quite like their sewer layer. Oh, uh, yeah, what a visitor. Like, I always thought that was, seemed like quite a, a way for fun people. place. Seems like it might have good internet. I doubt it had big internet, mate. Not in the 90s. It does, it would now. Yeah, but in the 90s, it didn't. No, away from people. See, you wouldn't know, but there's actually a couple of people in this as well. Like. Well, there's at least one that I can think of that becomes quite a famous actor. But... Uh, in the film itself, you mean? Yeah, yeah. He was. So... Yeah, like uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> it's crazy to Sam see. Sam Rockwell, isn't it? He is in film. The only film you might know him from is in. He's in Iron Man too. He's yeah. He's kind of like the opposite of Tony Stark. Is he the electric guy? No, he's the one that hires him. I can't remember what his character's oh, called. Um, Justin I, Hammer. I mean, I've not watched Iron Man two yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he's like a young, he's one of the foot clan in this. He's like the, he's a young one. He's the one at the very end that tells them where the warehouse is. Yeah, him and uh, Skeet Ulrich. You can see him both of them together there at the end. Oh Skeet yeah, Skeet Ulrich yeah. was the killer in uh, the Scream movies. Uh, it's funny to see them. Yeah. Who was those two villains you said about? It they brought in the second one or the third? And what do they? What I try to describe them to me. One's like a. Is he a tortoise or something? Oh, no, it's like a snapping turtle. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Kind of similar Ooh, to that. Yeah. And then one's like a. Yeah, it's like a really shy. Coyote, a coyote or something like yeah, that. They, they found like animals in the in the wilderness and they, like, they mutated them. Yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm not sure about the coyote. We will watch the second one at some point. Maybe the third at some point when we start running out of films. And then if we got almost <laughs> yeah. twenty thousand, yeah, I think we're fine. So, uh, have you got any favourite lines from the film? Um, probably, I don't know. I can't remember a lot of lines from this film. Did they say Cowabunga in this one? Yeah, they do at the end. They all say it together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of like their famous line, isn't it? I, I think yeah. the one, one that you touched on earlier with Pete Stu's got 30 seconds straight away is the line that I always remember from this. <laughs> that one and then the uh, there's one uh that i remember a lot um when rafael first meets casey jones who is also like a big time uh fan favorite character that you see in the movie and he meets him in the park and uh, they're kind of fighting and then he pulls out a cricket uh i don't know do you call it a cricket bat is that yeah. what it's called okay. he pulls it out and he's uh he's like he's like how about cricket he's like cricket he's like you have to know what a crumpet is to, to didn't know what cricket is, and I was like, "What is a crumpet?" <laughs> that was probably when my English says, "Oh, fellow ninchucker, whatever." And fellow chucker. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite. Fellow chucker. That's probably my. But like I say, that whole bit is probably my favorite scenario because you have the bit with Raphael, they have a bit where they fall down and they're all fighting in the room, and they go. Turtles are almost on top at that point. Um, and I just yeah. more come, don't they? Yeah, and you have a bit with Michelangelo spinning on the floor. I'm always wondering, this was like kind of in daylight. I'm just wondering, can no one hear it? Can no one see the smoke? Can no one just see these men? This <laughs> when the we room, watched like... it, this is something that Harry picked up on, and it is quite. When <laughs> Raphael is, he comes up the movie theatre when he, just before he meets Casey. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. And he's literally just walking down the street and all he's got on is a trench coat and a hat and nobody bats an eyelid. Because I get, I get like New York and it's dark at night and it's, people might not look at everybody in the face. 
But he is a big turtle walking around. And nobody seems to yeah. Also, how can no one see these run like there's a lot of them how could no one just be here if someone if they're walking on top of the booth and there's like someone in the flat how can you hear all these feet just tapping along your feet yeah there is like hundreds of them attacking yeah oh the full clan comes up and uh he's yeah, like yeah, oh is that all you got and he's like good, good answer they start kind of surrounding him on the roof yeah yeah I just don't. I these guys might have like extra light shoes on or something, but still, how can no one see them? Yes, they're fully black. But they they also do it when they um they rub the bands and stuff. They seem to do that awfully quickly, and nobody seems to. Yeah. See them they're, they're, I will say this is this is the movie magic answer. They're ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> ninjas are super quiet. Ninjas are for a couple of months. <laughs> how can how has none of the cars got any type of security like when, when but they break into them yeah, there won't be car alarms and stuff the same then oh these people that's true this not everybody had an alarm back in the day harry <laughs> i remember that it's a very different world it was set in yeah and you, there is a moment there um uh, mark when you were talking about uh when he's dressed in the trench coat coming out of the theater, yeah. Raphael, and then after he gets in a fight with Casey Jones and he's chasing him, and then he gets hit by that cab. Yeah, that's like that's like the meta moment I think in the movie because the guy in the back seat of the cab, he's like, "What was that?" That's the actor that actually playing Raphael in the movie. Like right. he, he's the only one in the whole movie that actually played both parts. He played, he was in the suit and he actually did the voice acting too. Oh yeah, because generally it was two different people, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that? A turtle. Oh, is that normal in New York? Look like a turtle. <laughs> now I go to New York, I'm going to be expecting to see turtles outside the circle. I bet you they. <laughs> well, I imagine, especially because, like you touched on, this was like a massive. This was huge. This was like. Yeah. I remember when Batman came out, that was massive and it changed like film memorabilia. Yeah. The turtles was the exact same. Like now, you can't go anywhere without seeing like Marvel or Harry Potter stuff. No, you, you yeah. the it was the turtles. You can bounce it was my uh my wife when i told her we were talking about ninja turtles she's like oh man she's like i remember like she lived in she grew up in hollywood uh as a kid and so she lived out there by the studios and everything she's like i remember my dad took us i guess it's like a a grocery store called safeway in california and uh she, she's like the turtles were gonna be there and my dad took us to see them and they were like there. She was like, yeah, there was just some guys. They weren't talking. They were in suits. I was like, okay, so they were just dressed as turtles. But <laughs> they were there. And she was like, yeah, they were getting autographs and pictures with kids and stuff. It was it was big, man. It was everywhere. They did. A, they did. They were on everything. They were like TV commercials. It was, I think I think it was a tour. Lunch boxes, everything. Yeah, even in Disney parks for a bit. Disney parks? Really? I think they had a show. They had like a no, and then they had a tour. That's what yeah. you might be referring to. They had a musical tour thing, didn't they? But... Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's there's crazy. Some, some characters which Wait, you see the second one? Is it? There's a dance routine in the second one. <gasps> yes, <laughs> it's fa- it's infamous for that reason. <laughs> Why is number three not possible? Um, number three, it it's what they try to do makes sense. They take them back in time. Ah. Uh. Time travel turtles. It's a, it's a, it's something that happens. I think too, like back in the day with movies sometimes is they're just trying to sell merchandise sometimes and to change it up and make something new, like dress them up as samurais and the villains different. It's a different time. 
you can sell more toys this way probably was the, the they idea. missed the trick because there's a rabbit isn't there I can't what's his name uh which one there's a, there's a rabbit that's in turtle oh uh yo what's his name yeah uh, yojimbo i know oh. what you're talking about yeah he's like a samurai isn't he yeah 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 and they missed... he has his own comic book actually too yeah yeah i was gonna say he had his own comic book but yeah um, oh, he comes from the past so they kind of i i assumed when i watched that because i remember him being in the cartoon that that's what they were going to do but he was going to turn up in it but he never it's did miyamoto, miyamoto usagi is his name it must have cost a lot to make the suit yeah. so well, the, this is one of those things, like, at the time, like a lot of films, there was always spin-offs now. You ever seen a film called Warriors of Virtue? No. Yes. Yeah, I remember that, too. Were right. they kangaroos, right? Yeah. Were they? So, kangaroos! Yeah. There's a film called Warriors yes. of Virtue where they essentially are kung fu kangaroos <gasps> that it? represent the elements. Now, mm-hmm. just, just to touch on your point about... Can we watch it? Um, how, listen, bear a second, how there's a cash-in, so it... It wasn't too bad, the first one. It's it's, it's a proper cheesy 90s f- film. The worst mm-hmm. thing is, is the second one. Because the second <laughs> one, which I have sat through. Um, oh, man. <laughs> the same boy goes back, but obviously the budget at this one didn't stretch to the costumes anymore. So the no. kangaroos have now morphed into people. So yeah. <laughs> the whole selling point was that they were coming through kangaroos. But in the second one, they're just people. Because they've transformed themselves into another being. So yeah, it's... this is what happened with a lot of these films. Like the turtles basically span off an awful lot of like. I don't think things like the Power Rangers were probably really as popular if the turtles hadn't hit. Because it's it yeah kind of followed. It was like the next thing, wasn't it? It was like the next step. There's always something like, and I, and then we've talked about this on my show too. Sometimes that um, as far as like putting ninjas in all kinds of different forms of media was just something that seemed to happen a lot in the entertainment industry whether it was cartoons even if it was like let's say it was um you know biker mice from mars right was another similar idea right but then we're like we're gonna stick a ninja in there somewhere like we're gonna try to get a ninja even in he-man there was a ninja in there there was a ninja character it's like ninjas were just popular so they yeah, just try to stick them in everything huh? martial arts or ninjas it's kind of like martial arts became like a big thing and everyone wanted a character like that in yeah. stories. Even sounds daft, but even in Transformers there's often a Japanese or Chinese robot. robot that that is some sort of samurai or ninja type. Fighter. Yeah. Usually has a sword. It's almost like and we we joke about this all the time. We're like we would love to be in those rooms when they're coming up with ideas for movies. What just to I hear do? some of the stuff that people say, you know? Uh, like, yeah, what's what ninja in there? What I always think is <laughs> If that's what got in the film, what did they reject? Oh, I know. You have the turtles go back through all the time periods and then get cloned to themselves and take over everywhere. That's probably what they do nowadays. It'd be a whole franchise now. If, the, if There is actually another Turtles coming. I'm is pretty there? sure there is. Yeah, I think there is. There's another. There's two. I think there's a, there's a new live action that's being worked on and another animated film, I think, that's coming too. But obviously Harry's like, well, he's 13 on Saturday. But my nephew's like maybe Happy birthday. Thank you. My nephew's like twenty four and like his I'm like forty two and his mum's thirty six. Well I was into turtles, she was into turtles, my nephew was into turtles, and Harry was into turtles, and then his brother got into turtles for a bit. 
So it is very much a... He didn't yeah. the... I'm a bad um, It is, it is. It's My iconic, man. It's crazy how it just became that way. What do you think it is about the turtle film that makes people... Which one? Well, this one. We're talking about... Because it still holds up, I think. I think it's just... Yeah. It's just a perfect... I love comedy. It's a... Sad. It's also something that... Um, <laughs> sorry Harry I think it's also something that is indicative of the time so like I, I heard your guys last ep- not your last episode but your episode on 89 Batman and somewhere in there you, you I think you referenced the second part of Wizard of Oz yeah. and how it's like you know he needs to see it and they, they made films I feel darker films sometimes for kids back in the day that they don't really do that anymore yeah. and it is uh, you know it's it's not it's just not made that way anymore I think it's well, really. I, I said this in a few pods. I'm not sure it was that one way. I said it where nowadays, if it's not a superhero movie, it's generally animated. So if it's if it's aimed at kids, it's either an animated film. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; some animated films are amazing. Um, oh yeah. You know, Mitchell's versus Machine, that came out last year, is a great film. Forget that it's an animated film; it's a really good, solid yeah. film. But. It's almost like now they try. They don't really push too much. If it's not going to be a big franchise, a kids' film doesn't seem to have the same thing. Like when obviously we were younger, yeah, but even things like Indiana Jones were aimed at a family audience mm-hmm. as such. I used to get like, um, like you say, Return to Oz, Batman, you had um, Labyrinth, Never End the Story. All those sort of films came out. Flight of the Navigator, yeah. Last Starfighter, yeah. a lot of ones we've covered that all you wouldn't, you don't really get them now. No, it's a, and that's the thing. It's like, um, this is based on a comic book too. You know, it is a comic book yeah. movie technically, but it's like, it is a, it is a gritty, darker film. And it's like, that's probably why people still connect with it now. Cause it has that, you know, people like that stuff. They do. They just like that big city dark, you know, and then you got some kind of vigilante stuff going on. And that's, that's, that's why it's iconic. Just like Batman, man. It's crazy. It's it's just it's along those same lines. Is this like? Do you think it holds up? Do you think if I show if I just showed this to anybody and you didn't know it was from, would you still enjoy it? Okay, or like now you've watched it. If I said, oh, it's on at the cinema tomorrow, would you pay to watch it? Would you pay to watch it? Yeah, depends how much. Well, I forget natural. Just 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 like normal. <laughs> I got a slushy. Just like normal ticket price. I don't know what normal ticket prices you need. Oh well, yeah, because I always pay. That's why. Yeah. So, what is normal ticket price to? Well, would you pay if you're going to pay for this? Would you pay for this like you would pay to, to watch Harry Potter? So. Depends how much. Same price. I don't know what the same price Doesn't is. Doesn't matter. £1. Whatever. Maybe. Would you, would you pay <laughs> Would you pay your money to go see this at the cinema? Mm, I would if I like went with somebody which didn't watch it. because. But like it wouldn't be for which I'd go out my way to watch but if it was like on the cinema. Okay, so if it was on TV, would you watch it? Yeah. If it if I would go out my way to watch it. But say if you say if someone hasn't watched it, I would take them to cinema watch it. So they can get that choice. So Harry, do you like has Harry seen the new version and this version now? Yeah, he's seen the new ones. Go, go. Do you look which one do you like do you like more? I don't remember. Um I don't remember the new ones. Yeah, you'd have, it'd, it'd have been when they came out, which is what, maybe about five years ago? Yeah. What about you? What do you think of the new ones? Oh, uh, man. It's, I feel like 
and that's the problem sometimes because us we have this nostalgia factor and we're fans of something that's pre-existing so like when you you see something new you're excited because they're making something new in that universe but at the same time um i feel like it's a missed opportunity really i think there's good bits in it i'd like i like this the fact they did actually bring bebop and rocksteady into it yeah, and the second one. And how, how Krang actually, when he came into it, kind of did look like Krang, a bit more modernized, but the mm -hmm. same basic thing. Krang um, I even like, I didn't mind the guy that they played cast as um, Casey Jones. Mm -hmm. I thought he played, he was like, reading. Um, I do, I like, again, I like the fact that, I suppose I didn't mind the fact that they kind of, they had to modernize the turtles in some way. Like, right. like made them right. very more defined, didn't they? The, the distinctions are a lot more visual you can tell Raphael was huge compared to the others and stuff and Donatello had all the tech on him and stuff didn't he which I suppose if he, if he was about now would be how it would work because he would have more tech because He's a tech everyone guy. has more mm -hmm. tech and um, so that would make sense right. but then they did the old age thing where like like I said with Shredder there they just put way much too much armor on him and all this suit he basically became like a big robot didn't he it's always yeah. balance of a Marvel trait where in the Iron Man films, it's almost like he just fights a big version of himself at the end of every Iron Man film, almost. <laughs> and it almost felt like they were just making Shredder more and more bigger to take yeah. on the turtles, which wasn't the whole point of Shredder. The whole point of Shredder was that he was a better fighter than him. And that's yeah. why he struggled with him. How long did he train for? Ten years? And it's not like it's impossible to do, because personally, obviously, the Transformer films are a bit hit and miss. We should really mm -hmm. watch them um, all. But the Bumblebee film. That was a good movie. Yeah. It's a much better film, isn't it? Oh, yes. yeah. I remember when you went such a movie. It's a, film. It's a it, scale thing. Yeah. It, it definitely, they, what they did made, they played to the cartoon, but still slightly modernized it enough to, to keep it relevant, yeah, sort of thing. That. Yeah. I think, I think, I think part of it too is scale. Like the first. Ninja Turtles film, the this original one, nineteen ninety, it's a lot smaller film, in a lot of ways, and the budget was obviously smaller. But sometimes some of those things work better, and when you like kind of try to make it too grandiose and epic, which I feel like they try to do with the newer films, I think that's why the, the turtles don't work as well. I think a lot of things that also happen with these remakes is a problem is they always are trying to build a franchise. Mm. Mm. I, I love Marvel yeah. films, but it is a Marvel. It's kind of Marvel's fault because theirs has been so successful. Yeah, they, like, got, they got, but they got like hundred, uh, almost a, not a hundred years, but at least eighty years of worth of material that they're yeah, they're exactly. able to pull from. To do and they also stuff. take the time over what they're picking and how they work it and stuff. I think yeah. there's a lot of thought gone into that. Whereas, but now it's like every company wants to jump on the bandwagon. So when the Turtles yeah. came out, it was clearly trying to set up. A second and a third and a fourth. Same with Transformer films. It's like they were trying to build loads and loads of, keep bringing out more yeah, films. It feels like uh, now that the Marvel like name series is gone, they're kind of just doing like random films for Marvels. Like, yeah, Marvels settled a bit, but apparently there's a new one like Night Night something, which is Moon good, Knight, which is not good. Apparently, I've heard it's probably not really. A child, sort of. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> Moon Knight. is a different character, that's for sure, man. That He's more. The Batman, I don't remember. The Batman. Not the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. I think Batman's not good. No, it's it's just it's, it's quite long ago. 
It's also a new Marvel film where like there's this like he like gets attacked by bats or something. Morbius. Yeah. How I want to go see no. that. <laughs> He's laughing. Have you that seen was it? a bad movie. I'm not serious. <laughs> I, I saw, yeah, I saw a little bit of it, man. Um, I only want to go see it, uh, and I only say a little bit because I couldn't take too much of it. So, um, yes, uh, it's not very good, apparently. Oh. But moving back to it's the just first. not nothing, nothing we haven't seen before. That's the problem, I think. I'm a bat. Oh, cool. So moving back to the turtles, should we do a rating? Yes. Right. So we rate the film out of five. Now, how we do it is. For us, to be a five-star film, you don't have to be a perfect film, necessarily. Because, mm. do I don't know, like, films that we've had have been five-star so far. We've only had three. So we've had um, oh. Muppets Christmas Carol. Because mm. where we saw it is what it sets out to do. It does it, does it right. Um, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Doubtfire, for similar reasons. And recently, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Wow. That was a good one. Which, yeah. which surprised me when I rewatched it at how well that has held up and how well the story that's works. That's still five stars for me. What? That's a five stars. Yeah, um, yeah that's what she forgot to record. So the way we see it is that it's not necessarily the greatest film ever, but it's, it's 100% a recommendation sort of thing. So that's where we yeah. do the five star film. Like, so, yep, Harry, you can go first. Four. So you're giving Turtles a four star. Yes. Not the best film, but I like the fish behind them. Oh, he said he likes your fish. Fish. <laughs> I, I yes. have got fish money at Bolt And for yourself, what are you giving it? Uh, um. For the time... Man, I, I might have to go... Yeah, I'd say a four. I'll go with a four, uh, too. Well, we got a, will we get a second or join? A third? A fourth? Is that what you're asking? Um, I agree. This is what I, this is what I had in my head for this. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure how this would hold up because I remember probably when I was a kid, I'd have rated this like a five star film because I absolutely yeah. Love it. <laughs> I think I watched it like virtually every day or every week at least. Um, so often when you watch these films back, you then think, uh, is this going to hold up? Yeah. Um, my sister's old enough that we didn't watch the same things at the same time. Oh. She's like three or four years older than me. So. Was she? Yeah. So I'd have been, so this came out in 90, I'd have been 10 or 11 when this came out. So she'd have been like a little bit older than you. So she wasn't really 13, into the same thing. 14, yeah. 15, 17, 19, 18, 19. But I think this is a solid yeah. film. It's not a perfect film, but like you say, it's a comic book film. It's one of the first big comic book films. Yeah. It's um, still watchable. Yeah. I think if you, I think it's still probably the best Turtles film. Well, it is yeah. still yeah. the best Turtle film. It still adapts the co- the comics and the cartoon really well. And it's also different enough from the cartoon that it appeals to slightly older kids. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a, it's, a, it's a darker film and it's almost like a smaller film as well. Like you said. Yeah. So. So we agree it's a four-star film. Yes. So we Four recommend- stars. Um, so before we go, I've got I just want to pick your brain on your podcast a bit more. Sure. Um, what's what's your favourite film that you've reviewed so far? You know, um, you know, we did do the Never Ending Story as well. That's a good episode. Um, and then my favourite film we probably have done so far. Uh, 
I think it would, man, probably Big Trouble in Little China, maybe. Yeah, that's on our list to do. How many have we got on the list to go? Our list is massive. The problem is, like, podcasts yeah. like yourself, you'll, co- you'll come out with one like, oh, that's a good one. 20 quadrillion we have. Because just yeah. as I think I've got, um, I've got all the films. Well, not. Obviously, as Harry gets older, I'll, I'll be able to slot. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Um, but as homes. more came out, I'm kind of like, as, there's a few podcasts like yourself, and then there's a few, quite a few podcasts I listen to. Um, and you'll have, you'll have, You'll all release films from various different decades. And I go, oh, that's a good one to ask. Oh, that's a, well, good, that's one a good one. That's a good one. You've read them all and you could have counted them, not read up all the names. I reckon we've probably got about 50 or 60 films on our list. I think it feels like yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of the ratings too. It's yeah. really cool. You're um, four yeah, we tend, to do, we tend to do series. So we tend to do like every month. We'll, like this month we're doing parody series. So all the films that we release, that we review, they're all parody films. So like this month, I think we we started out with Spaceballs, and then we did um, Not Another Teen Movie, which is from like two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, and I then, was I was the day. Um, this this comes out next week, so uh, last week I'll say the Loaded Weapon uh, episode will come out on the parody Loaded Weapon, which is yes. um, probably right now my, one of my favorite episodes because it's it's just uh, really fun to talk about and. Uh, yeah, that's what we tend to do. So, like, we do, like, 80s action series, volume one, volume two, volume three for that month. And then, say, the next month we'll do, like, you know, the gangster series or we'll do something like that. Yeah, we're trying uh, to um, do a little few series. We've got our anniversary comes up in August, be our one year. So, we're going to do, like, I'm, I'm trying to do save some big films for them. But we haven't done, yeah. like, we haven't done E.T. We haven't done Indiana Jones Oof. purposely. E.T. Um, we're doing, we're currently reading some Roald Dahl books and then we're going to Jake, do the film and do like a book and film comparison. Obviously, yeah, we're going to wait till we've got all four. We're not going to do four. I mean, I want to do a superhero one, but not the obvious superhero films. So one of them, for instance, is going to be The Phantom, which is such a, a random film. To what play. is Phantom? You ever seen The Phantom? Yes. I love The Phantom. I <laughs> love it. Like, instead of doing, say, Superman, I want to do Supergirl. Yeah. Super yeah, that's good, man. So we did that. a, <laughs> I think it's season one. If you listen to our show, we did a whole episode, and all we talked about was um, comic book movies from the '90s. So a lot of those were like you know the Phantom, uh, yeah. the Shadow with uh, Alec Baldwin, you know all those weird films that came out after Tim Burton's '89 Batman. Yeah, kind so. of trying to jump onto the bandwagon a little bit. Okay, yeah, but is that dog thing? That dog's not a thing now. Why do they make? Well, no, there's a cartoon coming out where it's the superhero dogs or something. <gasps> oh, that's gonna be the best to watch. Get ready to watch that. <laughs> Which kind of leads me on to another thing. Um, what films are you looking forward to reviewing, or have you got any coming up with you other than Lady Weapon? Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I tend to. We're kind of scheduled out for the next three months. <laughs> so, like, um, we have coming up. We're gonna do the Warriors soon, so we're gonna do Cult Classics Month, and uh, the Warriors is a movie from the '70s, which is uh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but uh, um, yeah, funny enough, the last pod- <laughs> the last guest we had on um, was a guy from the Cult Companion podcast. Basically, he yes. that's what, if you, yeah, and he um, he was talking about the Warriors on that, and it's I don't know what 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 sort of 
fan base it has in America, but here it's quite, it is very much a cult film. Like we have conventions mm-hmm. and there's a few people I know that are quite randomly into it that you just wouldn't know, think would be into that film sort of thing. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, I have seen it when I was very, I was probably, probably Harry's age. I think when I Yeah. That is a, it's very, it's also like kind of iconic for, I think our culture for sure, you know, in America. Like especially if you grew up in the seventies, eighties and stuff. Um that, that leaked into music and stuff like that. And uh we're also gonna be doing uh Starship Troopers, which I can't wait, man, 'cause uh I love any Paul Verhoeven film, you know. It's just very you know what? quite a few quite a few podcasts <laughs> I listen to have all done that recently. Yeah, okay. There's a, a again it's someone we had on a guest called uh, Hey I Hey I love that movie. It's a similar concept to us where it's free people probably in their twenties but look back on films they loved when they were kids and see if they held up and there's one called verbal diorama which is a lady that basically just delves into films and and um tells you all the stuff you didn't know about a film it's really good podcast but they both Mm -hmm. released it with maybe a couple of weeks of each other quite randomly and they wouldn't and i think a couple of other people have done it as well i was like it seems to be quite it's suddenly become a film that everyone seems to be releasing which i find that with podcasts that suddenly yeah i know it's a film (laughs) <laughs> Whether it's something about TV uh, and it, it prompts them or something. Oh, yeah, that's true. I suppose if it's an anniversary of a film, that sometimes yeah. Yep. And the final question is: If you could have a guest on your podcast, anyone who would you like? Me. Ah uh, man, yeah, I gotta get Harry on at some point, man. Um. You can say. Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. I probably would like to get Michael Pena on my show. I think he's so funny, man. Uh, he is, um, if you've ever seen Ant-Man, he's kind of like the the funny partner that uh, works with Paul Rudd, the one that uh, runs a security company that tells the stories. Yeah, that's the same. That recaps all the time. You can yeah. get him to recap. He's done so many. <laughs> right? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's done so many different kinds of movies, and I feel like um, being Latino, I'm Latino too, you know, I'm Mexican. Yeah. Um and yeah i would like to ask him you know how he got into the business and you know how how he got how he goes into preparing for roles and stuff like that i think that would be really cool good good so where can people listen to your podcast um everywhere spotify apple pods uh google pods anywhere pretty much you listen to a podcast good pods you can find i was gonna say you come up on mine so yeah. Uh, what what do you what do you guys use to listen to podcasts over there? I tend to well. I'm not a big podcast listener. You listen to a few, haven't you? Yeah. You don't listen to as many as me. I listen. To, I work like twelve hour shifts, so I often and I can listen to music and well, listen to stuff at work. You don't get enough sleep. Music is only so much you can listen to for twelve hours. <laughs> um, so yeah. that's how I got into podcasts. But um, I've I've listened to all sorts of different podcasts. Um, Drama. Listen to a couple of recasted ones. They're quite good ones sometimes. They're quite... mm-hmm. There's one called Recasted and then there's one called Quantum Recasted. Yeah. Um, we do a segment like that. Not the whole show like they do, but we just do a segment at the end. I mean, there's an um, English one called Sequel Pitch, which is really good. Where nice. they um, actually they're doing one with Recasted. They're doing a crossover soon and then we're getting involved. They're doing Recasted and Sequel Pitch are going to do a sequel to one of the X Men films. And then they're gonna, we're going to recast it with the recasted guys once they've done nice. decide which one wins. Um, 
But I'm sequel pitch essentially write a sequel to a film that hasn't got a sequel so yet. To to that one. Mm. Sometimes it's one that's due a sequel out, and they try and they try and write a sequel, and sometimes it's just a random film that hasn't actually got a episode. Yeah. Yeah, I will. And sometimes it's just a film that's has never got a sequel or. Yeah. And that's that's a really good one because it's quite an interesting thing because three basically three, yeah. three of them all pitch a sequel, or two of them. Or it's usually three, and then one of them, another one decides who who wins. Um, and it's quite like they've done it to like the Joker and um, done it to the the Ghostbusters, but the female led one. I know that's a recent episode. Um, but sometimes they did it to the Matrix before the new Matrix came out. They did it to like the third one. None, oh, of, them, okay. none of them came close. And then they did it, <laughs> they did it to Spider Man before the new Spider Man came out. And to be fair, they kind of came close between them. They almost got the story. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm But yeah, I listen to those a lot, so they're probably the main ones. Um, cool. Are ones you've already kind of touched on stuff. Um, but yeah, so we'll wrap it up, shall we? Yes. Um, thank you for coming on. It's been a yep. great, a pleasure. I, I know like it was fish. a bit delayed from when we were originally going to do it. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to almost be delayed again because Harry's had COVID this week, but he's okay now. <laughs> oh no! Okay, I've still got snot. You still got a snot in your nose. And a cough. You, you tested negative now, which is what matters. But I didn't do the test properly. Oh, right? that's good. Good to hear, man. I didn't do the swirly up the nose twice. You did it. I watched you. Yeah, but I didn't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I still got snot in and a cough sometimes. You will do, but you tested negative, and that's what matters. I'm, t- I'm lucky. I've never had it. Yeah, me either. I'm uh, I'm with you, man. I've been lucky. Don't say that. So far, I said that I never got COVID. And look what happened to me. I'll be fine. <laughs> Not as bad now. Everyone seems to catch it and it seems to shift. Thank God, the world's getting back to normal. Eh, normal might not be the same. Normal's not. Well, no, thank you guys for uh, having me on for sure. It was no, a, a pleasure a to be able to talk about this. Um, so that's bye from us. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) So long, partner. You stay. I go. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.